It came on a night like any other, with power unlike anything else on Earth. Using beyond advanced active ingredients like bicyclopyrone, Acuron GT post-emergence corn herbicide is here to annihilate tough weeds. Advanced technology, enhanced control. Talk to your Syngenta retailer about Acuron GT. Always read and follow label instructions. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. How's it going, my friend? Um, I'm doing good. I'm excited. People are oh. following me all over the country. <laughs> just, yes, just, even LeBron, I hear. Yeah, LeBron. We're moving to Cleveland. So is LeBron. I think he heard that we're going there. Oh. Maybe he's got a, something for your wife. Uh, maybe, but I don't know. He's got a pretty nice looking wife himself. Uh, it's all he's, about the attitude. He's an Akron boy. He's, he's, which is right outside of Cleveland. So he just wanted to go home. Same with us. That's why we're going back. We went, we're from Ohio originally. So we wanted to go home too. It's nice. It's, well, are you, you there? Oh yeah. Tons. Family's close. It's, it's going to be nice. Are you originally from Victoria? Where's home for you? Yes. I'm a Fifth generation Victorian. So you just like never get out of the city. You just like been there forever. You never lived anywhere. As far else? as I know, there's nothing but this city. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have it on good, good, good authority that there is. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like to travel. I do like to travel. But uh, very happy with this place. I've, I'm not crazy enough to think there's a many places better. <laughs> Everyone I talk to who's traveled say stay. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I, I actually like Victoria a lot. It's beautiful. Thanks. Yeah, it's a gorgeous place. So, well, with that said, I guess we better jump into some news. There's there's some interesting stuff to talk about this week. Like yeah. a variety of things. Well, one thing is, uh, and I believe we talked about it in a lot one of the last shows was how Google had uh, decided to pull author images from search results. And it was quite the big deal because, of course, uh, of course, uh, authorship was a a big deal, and and uh, still, now that's having gone anywhere. It's still, still big. It still is a big yes, deal. Yes, 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 we yes, won't yes, get somewhere. into the the argument we got into last week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never said it wasn't. Anyways, um, and uh, anyway, there's a lot of conjecture and reasonable conjecture, in my opinion, on, on why they did it. Of course, Google said, "Oh no, no, it's just because we believe that you know click rates go up when you do this uh, for." For the content, you know, it's 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 better for results. And, well, they were and mobile, they were cor- they were correct though. Click rates do go up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but as it as it potentially turns out, again, you know, we have to be somewhat critical. But um, WordStream did some analysis on this, and based on their research, uh, it appears that pay per click ads got the ma- major boost. So what was happening is essentially uh, Larry Kim from um, WordStream had uh, done some research and he tried out one phrase called negative keywords. And that was the phrase that he he actually had some ranking um, articles for. And WordStream had a number one paid ad at the very top of the, the search result. 
he also had one, two, three different um, Actually, in his case, he had two different articles on negative keywords in the organic results, which at one point had authorship his image. Now, comparing the two in terms of click-through, um, he noticed that the ad click-through rate before and after removal of Google authorship photos increased. So in other words, by removing the image of his photo, or his photo, I should say, from organic search results, ads got more attention. So it leaves a few people to believe, and for perhaps many, that uh, the reason Google did this is because they noticed that Google authorship images were taking away from their ad revenue. See, see now doesn't this go back to Rand's famous phrase that he, he put out um, a year or so ago, correlation does not equal causation, right? So I, I think there's a good a good argument to be said that this is one example that could have been affected by many things. Did, did he mention in the article how how it impacted his organic traffic to those articles? That he that used to have authorship pictures but don't anymore? Uh, let me see here. Ad, uh, yeah, what you need to do is you have to scroll down and uh, Mark, Mark Traphagen went right at his went, – went for the jugular. Nice. Good for Mark. <laughs> I yeah, like Mark. but um, yeah, you know, he did a good job. Um, I think he was, he apparently he was quite zealous and went to every place that this guy posted his stuff and did the same thing. Nice. And that got Larry Kim's opinion. But Larry did a fantastic job of responding. He says, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, but he essentially calls him out and says, you know, you're, you're, you know, I'm not going to, I didn't post every piece of math that I used here. But he gets into some detailed stuff that he did. So I would take it with far more than a grain of salt what he did here. Um, you need to read it. He says, um, he was talking about a particular mathematic equation called um, uh, a confidence interval, which allows one to determine mathematically if what is being observed is merely an interesting coincidence or if something significant actually changed. Quoted, this is all quoted here. And again, given the high volume, brackets thousands, of ad impressions per day and the magnitude of the change, we compute there's a 99% probability that this just isn't, isn't just an interesting coincidence. Uh, and then he, I think he goes, his goat was up because he, he goes at Mark a bit after that. Uh, you know, it was reason. <laughs> you know. But anyways, I, I felt much better. I'm glad Mark called him out because he needed to say that stuff. He needed to say that he had done stuff that isn't exactly what you would just, he, he certainly didn't guess at anything. Yeah, so but, but, I, I would say it's pretty but, good. But this is also a case of you know absolute um, link bait, you know, for lack of a better term, because his article didn't say anything about we believe that it's possible that or our our studies show. He says very specifically deleted author picks boost ad CTR. Well, yeah. Well, who doesn't do that in their title? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but don't in know. there, and, I, and this is where he refutes it. And I, I should I should say this because Larry deserves this. I think he says in quote unquote here, refuting an experiment by asking for more study hardly constitutes an argument. Not only did I say what we would very much like to replicate the, the, that we would very much like to replicate the experiment with other keywords in the blog post, but I wouldn't make such a strong claim in the first place without complete faith in the scientific accuracy of our data or the strength of validity of my point. While we seem to agree on the importance of accuracy and data integrity, I'm at a loss as to why you felt the need to refute my experiment, not just on our blog, but pretty much everywhere this information was posted. 
Uh, <laughs> he goes on the bench. And, and, yeah. and to, to stand up for Mark, and I agree with that, but here's the point. He didn't publish any of that data. So we don't know for sure that data exists. We just have his word for it. If he publishes the data, then Mark's absolutely wrong. But without publishing the data, Mark has a huge mm-hmm. point. You know, mm-hmm. we just take your word for it because you're trying to generate traffic for your site and business for your company. Exactly. So publish the data, Larry, and maybe we'll give you a little bit more credibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. But uh, I, I guess what I'm getting at is, I was right on Mark with Mark there, and then when I read his reply, I felt a bit better about what Larry had posted. But yes, I do agree. We certainly need more correlation um, and causation. <laughs> but um, also, the data that he used would be fantastic if he's allowed to provide it. And if he's yeah. not, well, then he has to assume there's going to be a certain amount of skepticism. Yep. And so, so this kind of leads directly into another thing, item we, we have talked about today, but it's down further on our list, is this, another study that was published this week by Groupon. And, and it really has the same kind of issues. There's a lot of questions about this. But basically, they did a study that they were worried about direct traffic. And they wanted to know if their analytics reporting tools showed if the direct traffic it reported was actually direct traffic. They had there's been rumors, there's been discussion, there's been situations people have pointed out that said, you know, this a lot of direct traffic may actually be other types of traffic. And so what they did, they wanted to see how much of their direct traffic was actually organic search traffic. And they they took a big risk in making this doing this test and I do not recommend anybody else do this to their site to test this. I'll give you another alternative to test it here in a minute. But what Groupon did was they took a measurement of direct traffic and organic traffic for um, a time period like on a Tuesday afternoon. I don't know exactly what the date was uh, during the week. So it was a specific time period during the week. The following week for that same time period they went through Webmaster Tools and de-indexed their entire website. Whoa. <laughs> so please don't do this test. Yes, please don't. Because <laughs> right, it's very risky. It takes some serious stones to do. But for a six to eight hour period, they de-indexed their website from Google, having total faith that when they re-indexed it, they would be crawled and put back in immediately. And luckily it was. But for that six to eight hours of time frame, they now had a very clear picture of direct traffic versus organic traffic one week and then direct traffic versus zero organic search traffic the next week because they knew since it was de-indexed, they were getting absolutely zero Google, Google search organic traffic. However, when they did this, their direct traffic, in their analytics, their direct traffic dropped by 60% in that, only in that six to eight hour period, right? So they're, again, causation correlation. This is a, a little bit more specific of a causation to me, um, but there's a lot of variables not accounted for here. Um, but very specifically, because they were out of Google and they were measuring it against that, their organic or their direct traffic dropped 60%. So they're assuming that 60% of their direct traffic is actually Google's organic search traffic. Now, what do you think, Ross? I'm going to defute, refute things here in a minute, but what's your initial impression of that? Mm. <laughs> well, I, I, first of all, I should say that I'm feeling a little slow. I'm still trying to pick up. I'm looking at these graphs and just trying to you know, disassemble things a bit. So maybe you can start with your thoughts because I'm just trying to get a feel on it. So. so in theory, I think this is an interesting exercise. I really do. The, the, the one thing that I, that I think they're forgetting that they're also testing is the accuracy of their analytics platform. 
right? Mm-hmm. So if you did this with a different analytics platform, so you did it with Onmature one time and Google Analytics another time, would the results be exactly the same? It could very well be how that particular platform reads the traffic. So I don't defute or debate that this is probably right for their site, but I think by saying that 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 you know direct traffic is 60% organic search overall is is not quite accurate at this point. I think there needs to be a lot more testing. I think that different analytics packages should be tested. Um, I don't recommend anybody test it this way. Um, we are actually going to try to do a test for our own direct traffic. Um, we're in a unique position, however, because we have millions of pages on all our sites. Each of our site has million-plus pages indexed in Google, some of them many years old that are getting absolutely zero traffic, right? So we're going to do it the other way. We're going to find pages that have been in the index for years that are still indexed but get absolutely no traffic. And then we're going to take a period of a week and get about 50 or 60 different people across the organization. We're going to give them search phrases, organic search phrases, have them search, click through to the link, and nothing else, right? So we're not going to take away traffic to a highly trafficked page. We're going to take a zero traffic page and add organic search traffic to it. And then we're going to look at our analytics and we're going to see if 100% of that is labeled as organic search or if any of it's labeled in any other way. So that that's how we're going to test how this is impacting our sites personally. But again, even if we get the same or similar examples were they using um, we're using amateur were they using amateur were they using analytics would it be the same on somebody else's site i don't know i think there's a lot more that has to be done to really <clears throat> understand you know how is this direct traffic number actually being um incorrect if it is at all now i'm a little bit of a stickler for details and in this case we're missing a lot here because there are different charts here one are from mobile one's not mobile um some are for long, uh, long tail deal pages. Some aren't. There's a lot more depth to here than what we're reporting. So, um, I would say that you know that you're right for sure that there is stuff here that they can't possibly be considering. But I think there's a lot more to this piece. I actually wish I had read it a little more beforehand. Yeah, but, um, and I agree. The, one of the things I didn't say when we said they they were very specific that they used long URLs for their test. They didn't. They just disregarded like the home page and category pages, um, you know, highly trafficked and pages that actually could be bookmarked quite a bit and could have a lot of direct traffic specifically to them. So they they specifically went for URLs that are most likely not being typed in because they're longer or have some kind. A parameter that helps derive the page, um, which which makes sense. That was a good good uh, thing to do in their test. Well, and I love that they put the exception to the rule, which is um, f- for organic and direct traffic. The comparisons on their deal pages showed that there was little or no difference when they got out of organic. Um, you know, their direct traffic stayed almost identically the same. So there are certain instances where this is. Refuted, um, so the, it's a it's a nice balanced article in that sense. You know, they're not just providing one perspective. True, it's a good. We we put it on the Google Plus community. If you're interested in reading it, it's up there. But yeah, it's a, it's definitely an interesting read. But it kind of goes with their other, uh, the other the the who was it? Um, Word streams. You know their research. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know all this stuff is being done, 
And as a community, there's only a couple people that I can think of, um, Dr. Pete from Moz, um, Stefan Spencer, that really put scientific theory and process behind these tests. And so a lot of them have to be taken with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Well, um, let's take a quick break and we get back. Uh, just Let's just sum up what this means for our listeners. We'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. While some affiliate networks can give you offers, Affiliate Offers Network gives you offers that pay big. Why do affiliates work with Affiliate Offers Network? How about because they work with powerhouse CPAs like Affiliate.com? How about that affiliates get paid every Monday to kick off their work week? Plus, learn how their green bucket system can turn your email, display ad, social, video, or mobile impression into profitable income. Get connected today with Affiliate Offers Network. Call 312-560-0175 or visit AffiliateOffersNetwork.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So, you know, we just talked about this, this uh, Groupon study, which is very interesting. I, I'm looking forward to really picking it apart more. Thanks for bringing it up. Um, but uh, I guess what, you know, this is interesting data, but what does it mean to our listeners? What do you think, John? Um. It means that that I think you kind of have to take a lot of the information you get two ways, two things. The information you're getting about your site from analytics 
it seems like you know these are numbers are giving me details, but sometimes that information is a little skewed. So 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 <clears throat> understand that what you're seeing, not necessarily 100 percent of the time is 100 percent accurate. Even with these great programs, I'm not saying they're bad. They're great programs. Understand that sometimes they can be wrong. Second, when you read about these kind of tests. Don't take everything you read as absolute truth right away, you know, because there's so much information putting about out on SEO. Even the stuff that Ross and I talk about, neither one of us are right 100 percent of the time. Make sure you do some due diligence. Don't take everything as gospel um, and, and, and think about think it through. Think about what you're reading and how it impacts your business and your sites um, and just don't take it as gospel. Well, and one thing um, it kind of sparked in my mind when you were saying that is it's another value I think that comes from working with um, or knowing even or heck you just listen to the program because with John and I have done having done this so long I think it almost becomes I mean now obviously like you said we're, we're never always right here but by listening to these things we have the experience I think now to pick out this, the nuggets from all of these different studies and meld them with what we already know into something that's effective. Um, and uh, it's the one thing that I'm very proud of having been in the industry so long. There's not many benefits we get, but that's one thing I find. I, I can pick things out that I hadn't been able to pick out before. Whether or not they're always right is another thing, but I, I, I've got a better chance of it being right. <laughs> you know, and one of the things about the experience that you get as you've been in the industry longer and longer, you know, it's and someone tried to ask me one time, you know, what makes you different from other SEOs? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we have is the ability to see and understand the big picture, understand how all the pieces fit together, where people that just in the industry are so usually they're focused on one specific part of the industry that, that I spent time in my career focused on different parts of the industry. But we've been here so long that we see the big picture and how the different pieces fit together, how the users fit into the picture, how the engines fit into the picture, how business fit into the picture, and how all those pieces come together and what the different goals and desires of each of those pieces are and how it all works. And that makes a big difference in my mind. Yeah. It, it, anyway, I, I just find it sometimes fascinating just to think of what <laughs> we actually do know. <laughs> Anyways, um, <clears throat> now one of the reasons they did this study, and, I, and this is where I, I get getting more respect for why they did it, is um, the fact that you know they talk about how iOS 6 was released and suddenly lots of sites with organic search traffic um, gained an equal amount of direct traffic, but lost organic. So, you know, they saw this. Then they also fixed that although they fixed it, the shift from organic direct largely corrected itself. And then Google went to encrypted search, making not provided. There's a lot of stuff that's happened. And I can see why that would provoke them to make a a study like this. And I'm really happy they did. Yeah, it all ties back to dark Google, which was a big thing last year uh, that was fixed when the, the new iOS came out. I mean, if you're not familiar with dark Google, when... The the mobile phone iOS is updated last year sometime. All of a sudden, mobile traffic was being recorded as direct. And it had nothing to do with the analytics packages. It had nothing to do with the websites. It was very specifically tied to both Android and um, Apple's iOS has had this problem to the operating system itself stripping out referrer data before it went, the requests went out f- to the servers. 
So it was the operating system that had the, the I don't know if you want to call it error, but it, it was built so that that refer got stripped and, and all your mobile traffic was seen as direct. Um, a big percentage of it anyway. Um, and so this is one of the things that actually led, they fixed it. The, the operating systems have since been updated. The, the mobile traffic is now being recorded um, correctly most of the time. Um, so, so that's what preceded this and made them think about testing direct. You know, Google should have, uh, I don't, I'm, I can reasonably say they didn't do this because I didn't hear about it and it doesn't, isn't really like them, but they should have put a filter or, or applied a note, I should say, a note an annotation in everyone's Google Analytics profile between it when it started and when it ended. Um, Google Analytics guys should have just done this. It's a nice benefit for the users where they should know this is when this time when um, direct traffic was, was, was changed from organic with the iOS and all, et cetera. Just something so people can it's, get some, some context. It, it would be kind of hard for them to do that and I understand why they didn't because it was based on operating system updates. So if the operating system came out on you know a certain date, it might take three to six months for the people to update their mobile phones so that 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 change is going to be gradually over time yeah no 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 i know that i just mean this may be affecting your results at this time uh something like that it would be neat if someone i'm sure someone has created a uh a way for you to see that i know there's a particular add-on within google analytics that i have it's a plug-in on my chrome um i'll see if i can find it here that overlays particular penguin and panda updates so you can see when they happen and whether or not it co- coincides with any changes within your google analytics well that's neat i haven't heard of that one you ought yeah, to put that put that on the google plus page i'd like to see that yeah okay i'll make i'll make note to do that then all right what's what's next here um uh, got my notes here i'm already <laughs> all lost here do you want okay to talk, so when, the you poland want talk, yeah that's what i was gonna say you want to talk about poland yeah so uh <clears throat> One of the things we've discussed over the last few episodes as well has been uh, network penalties, Google being uh, targeting specific network uh, link networks. Well, in this case, Poland uh, has been hit again with two specific networks that were hit. And those two specific networks, I was trying to pick up before we started the show. Did you know which ones they were or do they even say at this point? I don't know if they've even said. If they have, I haven't read it. Uh, just says... Evidence, there's evidence on a massive manual actions being sent out in Poland, and Matt Cutts did confirm it. Um, <laughs> they asked him why he didn't tweet it. Asked Matt Cutts, he says, yes, I didn't tweet about it because people have been asking us to be more positive. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes, we did it. <laughs> po- I'm positive we hit two new networks in Poland. <laughs> That's awesome. Gosh, that is funny. Bartos, this this gentleman who is asking these questions of Matt, added that Google doesn't really know how many networks they hit because, quote unquote, it wasn't too severe and spread across all the major networks. So um, there's at least four that were hit, statlink.pl, gotlink.pl, and e-weblink.com. Well, I'm glad they were running in stealth mode. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) SEOpilot.pl. Jeez. I wonder, I wonder if Google has this like little rule. If the word link is in the domain, red flag it. <laughs> you would think, you know? Oh, dear. Oh, that, well. That does kind of kind of lead into uh, – we are talking about Matt Cutts. We had said last week or the week before that we were trying to get him on the show because we had talked to him at SMX Advance about being on the show. And it turns out he has a good reason for not doing the show. He's not going to be doing our show. 
Um, apparently, he's going on an extended leave from Google. So he's not even going to be around for, I think, I, I read, I think, a minimum of three to four months he's going on leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it was nice of him to tell us that, too, before he, he announced it. So we didn't feel like we were being snubbed. Yeah. But little moves like that are, are, are nice. It's genuine. Yeah, so exactly. It's, and he announced it on his blog. Um, basically, he's, he says, you know, he told his wife when he started at Google many, many years ago that, you know, it'd be like, what do you say, like five or six years in Google and it's been like 15 or 16. And so <laughs> so he, he's doing this for his family, which I think is more power to him. I think that's great. I wish, we could, I wish everybody had a chance to do that, spend more time with their family. It's going to be interesting to see how things uh, prevail as he's away. Yeah, I wonder who's going to who's going to take the reins as the primary spokesperson. It's either going to be um, Miley Oye or John Mueller, in my opinion. I, my money is on John Mueller. Yeah, I agree. Unless it has to be Pacific Time, and then it's Miley. Yeah, yeah. Because he where is he? Zurich. He's Zurich. Yeah. Yeah. And we've had him on the show, and we're going to have him again. Yeah, lessons, yeah. So. Hopefully soon. Probably. Yeah. Probably next month, I think. Yeah. Because we're so, trying anyway. We're trying. We're, we're still getting the details together, everyone. But uh, it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a fantastic show. We'll, we'll, we won't say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's uh, take a quick break. and we come back, we've got a few more pieces of news to cover. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubble Fast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at Bubble Fast. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Hey, Buzz listeners, as a business owner, you labor for the love of it, and you don't always have time to worry about your website. With GoDaddy Managed WordPress, you don't have to. Simply create your WordPress site or migrate an existing site. 
GoDaddy will handle the hosting, setup, backups, and security, and keep your site running at blazing speed so you can share your passion with your customers. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code PRESS10 to get managed WordPress for a dollar a month plus a free domain. Some limitations apply, so see the website for details. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So, <laughs> I don't even know how to say this. Uh, tell me about EAT. <laughs> 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 well, it starts at the teat, and then, <laughs> and then oh. no. Oh, you mean eat? Uh, the acronym eat. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, um, for those that haven't heard, um, Google has this team of people that are actually human people that review websites for quality, and it's not tied specifically to spam. I think it's kind of tied into the paid site as well. But they have this group. It's a quality review team, and they, they, they create guidelines for this team, and they publish them and say, this is what a good site looks like. This is what you look for in a good web quality website. This is what not that shouldn't be there, that kind of stuff. <laughs> and they just published a brand new set of guidelines for their quality their website quality team. And I, I'm not sure that's the exact name for it, but it's close. Um, and the document leaked. It's, it's the fifth version of this document that we know about. Um, it's 5.0. And what came out of this document, there's been some analysis of it, but the industry's been looking at it. Um, and one of the things that came out of this is a new acronym, EAT, um, where there's been, there's been really a higher emphasis placed by Google on um, a few things. Um, one is expertise, the E. Two is authority, which we already knew. And T is trust, which we also already knew. So authority and trust we've been dealing with for a while now. You know, trust is a number of things. It can be um, sentiment around your brand online, um, contact information in place. Are you trying to manipulate the search engines? Do they trust you that you're not a spammer? Um, are you trying to manipulate your users? All kinds of things around trust. Authority, again, something we're used to dealing with. Are you the go-to you know, site on the web for your market? Um, do you have awards? You know, just what everything we know about from an authority standpoint. Expertise is kind of new. Expertise is, you know, how knowledgeable are you on your topic? And there's a number of different ways that, that we think we're contemplating that they can measure expertise. Um, a lot of it, of course, ties back to Google Plus and authorship and what will soon be launching is author rank, in my opinion. Um, those kind of things are how familiar are you and uh, are you an expert on a specific topic? Um, and are you publishing content on this website around that topic? Um, there's a lot of interesting things about this. How much content are you publishing in this space? How many people are sourcing your content? Uh, I could, I would even hazard to guess that the amount of people that steal your content and republish it could actually be an indicator of how much of an expert you are in a specific place. So there's, it's very interesting now about um, not just authority and trust, but just this idea of quality of information. Are you an expert on the topic? Is your site publishing expertise, expert content on a topic? 
it kind of goes back to Panda. Low quality bowl hockey content doesn't cut it anymore. (laughs) I forgot we're on iHeartRadio. I can't use the word I wanted to use. (laughs) There we go. Yes, yes. So um, I... It really isn't much more to it. You know, the fact that they've got that acronym is, is funny, but it's also <laughs> useful. Um, uh, it is a nice thing to see that expertise is now being worked in. And I mean, it's ever, where everything was going. Um, I mean, really, you covered it well. I don't know what else I can add. But um, yeah. other than the fact that there's got to be a lot of fun jokes from this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> very, eat me, go, go. <laughs> yeah. Barry Schwartz wrote a decent article talking about the eat concept and some of the forums are discussing what the different thing, what, you know, expertise, authority, and trust could actually mean from an on-page or off-page algorithmic standpoint. Um, and I think, and I tried to find it before the show, at the end of one of those articles, he added a link to the actual document itself um, and the document's 160 pages, about 17 megabytes. It's very, very interesting read, lots of images. Um, if you get a chance, try to find it. If you get a couple hours to dig through it, please do. Um, be interested to hear your uh, thoughts on the Google Plus community. <clears throat> yeah, it says proprietary and confidential on it, but I'm sure someone's going to put it out to the mass public soon. So, Yeah. Someone who's willing to risk it. Yeah. We aren't. <laughs> All I can say is it's out there already and it'll, it'll get distributed a little bit more widely before too long. Mm-hmm. Um, now, <laughs> a couple of fun things before we get to uh, something else. But uh, fun, for fun, type in Atari Breakout on Google and then click on the image results. That's Atari as in the old game system, Breakout. And then click on the image results and you'll be uh, pleasantly surprised by a little game that appears. <laughs> Any hints of what the game is, seeing how it's in the freaking name of the search that you did? <laughs> well, you know what? I didn't have any clue because I never knew that was game was called that. Oh, didn't you? Oh, no. you're not, you, you just lost gamer points, man. That's like see, a classic game. See, to me, that looks like Pong. No, no. Pong's like two people on either side. Yeah. It's like tennis. Breakout is like the little bricks. You got to you got to break through the right. bricks to get through the. Yeah. If you just, I don't know. I don't. I don't. <laughs> you just won't talk to me anymore, right? Yeah. I'm just very disappointed right now. <laughs> well, if it helps, I did play it, but I never remember the name. Um, <clears throat> don't want to lose my friend. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and also, we now, all, all husbands can be thrilled to know that we have the best excuse now for cutting the cheese. We're now pre- preventing cancer in our wives. And this... <laughs> See, now, if this, if, this, if this article wouldn't have... You know, expect this to be in, like, The Onion or yeah. something like this. This was actually in Time magazine. Yeah. So this either says one of two things. One, this is a really interesting breakthrough in science. Or two, Time magazine is really hurting. <laughs> <laughs> they really, really need this traffic. Yes. Um, I know it's what I'm betting on. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you can look at it. It's pretty funny. It says, <laughs> he says, we've exploited this natural process they discovered by making a compound called AP39. I don't think that's properly named. But anyway, which slowly delivers very small amounts of this gas specifically to the mitochondria. Apparently, it, it prevents the mitochondria from or helps prevent it. So, ba- the so, so basically, they've weaponized farts. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Wow. Because yeah. you know that the military is going to take that and make it not like small little doses. They're going to like cover cities. <laughs> Strong. Cure, cure cancer a city at a time. Yes. Yes. God help us all. Forget uh, blasting rap music over the PA. They're just going to fill the city with odor. <laughs> anyway, when I read that, I'm like, that's going to be on the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, geez, oh, geez. So how do you, how do you tie back how do you tie that back to SEO, Ross? Come on, let's see how good you are. Um, I, I don't got anything. <laughs> it's link bait. It's link bait. It's trying to drive traffic, and like you know, the Time Magazine got a huge bump in traffic and links from that article. That's just pure unadulterated link bait. Called you on this yesterday. It's that memory of yours. We already mentioned that. So old age. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last thing we want to cover here is uh, the right to be forgotten. Uh, this is just a little news from Google. In the EU, they've been blasted for um, not providing people with an opportunity to remove content that could be out of date. Oh, let's see. Let's what are the, what do they call it? All these different things. It was whether or not they were out of date. Um, and essentially, the, the issue is whether or not they should be forgotten and how they should be balanced with the public's right to know. Issues from their past. Um, they, I, I wish I could find the real words for it. But um, the recent ruling, and this is quote-unquote from David Drummond's article or post he put out. This is a recent ruling by the Court of Justice of the European Union found that European law gives people the right to ask search engines like Google to remove results for queries that include their name. Since then, we've received removal requests on all sorts of content, serious criminal records, embarrassing photos, instances of online bullying and name-calling, decades-old allegations, negative press stories, and more. So uh, I, can, I have a personal example, not me personally, but a, a client I worked for years and years ago. And when reputation management was just first starting out as a category in SEO where you could actually help people deal with problems in search results, um, there was an actor that, that um, he was actually – if you remember the, the movie by the guys – the guys that created South Park did a movie called Orgasmo. Great movie. I haven't seen it. It's hilarious. Anyway, there's an actor that was in that movie. Um, he played – uh, I think it was a Jehovah Witness or somebody that knocked on the door trying to pass out pamphlets, and it was a significant piece of the movie. But he, during the filming of that movie, he actually was accused by a girl of rape, and it made the headlines, it made the news, and it was printed in papers and stuff. But that was just the acquisition. He, being the the you know savvy actor that he is, happened to videotape the evening that he spent with this woman and it was very very clear because of this videotape that he did not rape her she was a willing participant it was false accusations right so the charges were dropped immediately it was nothing 10 15 years later when you searched for his name in in google the second result was these allegations of rape from when it happened you know years and years ago I solely believe that if this would have been placed there, that would have been the perfect example of uh, you know, his right to have that removed. It was, it was the story before the allegations were proven untrue, so it seemed like he had actually raped somebody. Um, and that should, he should have the opportunity to remove that from the search results. I absolutely believe that. Yeah. And, I mean, in David's uh, response, he says, um, <clears throat> uh, da, 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 where is it here? Um, he tells it deeply for, for certain issues. One of them was... Oh, for God's sakes, Ross. 
<laughs> he uh, mentions you by it's name. It's a long article, man. It's huge. <laughs> he really mentions you by name, man. That's pretty yes. good. Yeah. <laughs> he blames me for everything. Google's what? new tool. Remove Ross from the index tool. <laughs> <laughs> they won't get me off the air. <laughs> you got me off the airways. All right. Um, with that said... <laughs> Thank you for joining us today and bearing with us. Um, <laughs> hope it wasn't too torturous. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google Plus. You can also email me via Ross at stepforth.com. That's S-T-E-P-F-O-R-T-H.com. Or reach John via Twitter at John Carcut. Have a great week. Remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern every Thursday on webmasterradio.fm. Have a great week, everyone. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of webmasterradio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today.